0: My name's Katrina Mayer. And I'm Elle Kammerer. And on this Halloween day, we are discussing chapters 10 through 13.
1: Of Northanger Abbey. Of Northanger Abbey.
0: Mmm. Spooky! You're not going to listen to this on Halloween, but...
1: No, and it's really not that spooky in all honesty. I expected more spooky from this book.
0: I don't know. When Henry Tilney kind of reprimands her, I felt a little spooked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she did too. She did yeah. too. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But we'll get into that. But first, uh, Katrina, I believe it's your time for the super duper quick recap. It is. It's gonna be so quick. Guys, okay, seriously, guys, chapter twelve is like one page.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be so fast. <laughs> yeah. So fast. We are oh wait. No. Chapters
1: nine, nine through twelve. Okay, let me open <laughs> my fucking book here, guys.
0: I'm sorry. Okay, it's chapters We're nine, chapters nine through twelve today. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's Halloween, guys. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Okay, I'm not gonna like strike any of that out. I'm just too <laughs> tired, guys. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> We're reading chapters nine through twelve numbers are really hard they're really hard for me i can't do them this is why you have to tell people what we're doing the chapters because i don't know but the
1: problem is is that i read the rest of the book so i didn't know where we were supposed to end we are all messed up guys like so, she doesn't know the numbers of the chapters we're <laughs> reading, and I didn't either, to the point where I read the rest of the book. I'm prepared to talk about the rest of the book tonight. She is not. I'm not. So, we're going to wait. But I believe we are reading chapters 10 through. 12. No. No, chapters it's 9 through
0: 12. <laughs> 9 through 12. Because, see, 9 through 12 isn't. It's a break. So, 12 is where the four ends because it's multiples of four, and that's why I have to keep telling myself. But I don't know. I don't know. Nine doesn't seem like a logical because it's not. It's not a multiple of four, <laughs> but twelve is.
1: Guys, it's I'm not Halloween. A math <laughs> Guys, it's Halloween. We're not math people. My birthday's tomorrow, so I'm already feeling like my brain is just getting older and older as we go along. Like it's the veil has thinned, and we are like, it's just too much going on we don't know what we're talking about maybe we should just end this episode (laughs) right here but we're not because we're gonna tell you (laughs) what happens in chapters 9 through 12 of Northanger Abbey yes and Katrina is gonna tell us in a super duper quick recap what happens and it's gonna be super duper quick because chapter 12 is like one page (laughs) yes
0: okay here we go (laughs) One, Catherine goes into Mrs. Tilney's room and gets caught by Henry Tilney. Two, Catherine gets a letter from her brother James and she's sad. Mm -hmm. Three, they decide to go visit Henry Tilney at Woodston for a day and it's a great day. Four, Catherine gets a letter from Isabella and then she gets really mad. And that is what happened in these four (laughs) chapters, whose numbers I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So let's start off on this Halloween day with the spookiest part of these chapters, which, again, I legit thought was going to be spookier, because what we remember from earlier is that Catherine has this theory that Mrs. Tilney, Henry and Eleanor's mom, is actually still alive and she is being kept underneath her apartments in the like catacomb-esque area of this abbey because remember it used to be a monastery and she believes this because general tilney did not want them to go and tour the like the older kind of under not necessarily underground but like
0: catacombe-esque
1: area where
0: all the old monastery apartments or cells would have been
1: yeah general tilley didn't want them to go in there now a reasonable person would think probably because it's really old and he wanted to impress her with all of the nice fancy stuff but she doesn't think that she thinks that it's because there's something mysterious and then it turns out That those like chambers and cells and stuff are right below the former Mrs. Tilney's apartments, which General Tilney also did not want them to go into because it's sad, I guess. (laughs) So she's just like, oh, my gosh, it's because Mrs. Tilney is still alive and she's being kept in the cells, and she has yet to have the, abil- or the time to go and investigate further. But she finally gets that opportunity. And that's where we are right now.
0: Yes. So she almost got to go in with Eleanor.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: they got caught by General Tilney at the last moment. And so she mm-hmm. decides to not get her friend in trouble once more. And she's going to go by herself. And she does that. And when she gets in there... It's not a dreary, depressing place. It's actually a very cheerful, modern room. In fact, Mm -hmm. she comes to realize that this place is nowhere near (laughs) what she thought it was. It's not near those, like, cells Mm -mm. or, like, that old part of the house. It's actually part of the new addition, I believe, is what she comes to realize. Which,
1: that makes sense, given the fact that, like... They were in the new edition of the house, which is where all of the really fancy stuff is that General Tilney was using to, like, impress her. When they came across the doors that Eleanor was going to go through to show her her mother's former apartments. So... I was like, even at the time, I was just like, Catherine, what are you talking about? Like, that's not where you got all mixed up, honey. Like, no.
0: (laughs) Moreover, I don't think that there are any like catacombs or like, I like the areas that would have been like the cells or the old places are probably sealed up or like completely reconverted into something else.
1: Well, even if they weren't, they wouldn't be near enough to the new remodeled area. You know, it Mm would have been like... Further away or something like that. They're not going to add a new section to the old unrenovated section of this abbey. Yeah. And, like, it wouldn't surprise me if there are, like, like unrenovated older areas just because, you know, like... It's, it's time it, and money?
0: It,
1: yeah, time, money. It's kind of becomes clear in these chapters and the next chapters that, like, maybe the Tilneys don't nearly have as much money as they, like, seem to. So, like... Mm -hmm. maybe there wasn't that money so like i get i get that because there were there were definitely sections that like general tilney and eleanor were like no catherine we're not going to take you there so like the idea that there's this like hidden area isn't out of the question it's just girl you need a better sense of direction (laughs)
0: yeah also like control your imagination (laughs) yeah also why would
1: or why would general tilney put his wife's apartments over the old and dilapidated area and not in the new fancy section right like yeah that didn't make any sense at all
0: because he hates her who was cruel yeah. to her? Awful,
1: completely awful. Which, by the way, uh, w- we should mention that when uh, Catherine and Eleanor, before they were going to go and see the apartments, uh, Catherine actually got to see the portrait mm-hmm. of uh, Mrs. Tilney that Eleanor has, and I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, Catherine was very confused about why she couldn't see more of a like resemblance between certain
0: people in the family. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which I thought was interesting, but it's never brought up again.
0: (laughs) And maybe, like, that just goes along with General Tilney's point where he was like, I don't put it up because it's not a good enough likeness of her. That actually
1: makes a lot of sense. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why would I want to look? I don't want to look at some random woman. I want to look at the woman I married. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, so she's in there. She's snooping. Yeah. As one does.
0: But when she is, like, like she just looks around and, like, she's thinking, like, oh, is there, like, a last note? Is there, like, a last something in here? And she comes to realize that there's just no way. Like, this is just a normal room. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, like, dressing, the dressing doors over there. She's not going to go in them. So she's like, well, this is silly. I need to get the F out of here before I get caught. Mm-hmm. And she's just thinking that when she hears footsteps. And she's worried it's a servant or perhaps General Tilney. And so, like, she has no place to go. There's really no, no place to hide.
1: No. And they're they're coming up the staircase yeah. nearby. And she's, like, panicking and also scared because, like, why are there footsteps in this weird part of the house? That Ooh. nobody's supposed to go
0: into. <laughs> and it turns out it's Henry Tilney because his apartment's are close by it like makes more sense for him to go through this part of the house than it does like going through I don't know maybe the older part to get to where he is yeah he
1: like he sees her and he's literally like what are you doing here and she's like what are you doing here and he's like the stables well also like the stables are like right outside and like my apartments are like right over there so it just makes more sense for me to come in this side door up these stairs and then over to my room (laughs) however my house (laughs) However, your apartments are on the other side of the house. So what are you doing here? Also, it's my house. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh.
1: And Catherine is just like,
0: uh. He puts two and two together. He's like, you wanted Mm -hmm. to see my mother's place. Okay. Did Eleanor tell you to come in here? Well, no. But we tried to, but she got caught. So we did it. So then, I just came by myself, basically. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> like now, again, like Eleanor did want to show her the room. She did, yeah. And the reason why General Tilney didn't want her to was probably because it wasn't as nice and fancy as he wanted. Like he all he wanted to show Catherine all of the nice and fancy things, and these rooms probably didn't like reach the quality that he had been hoping to show Catherine. Yeah, because
0: so the, prob- yeah, they're for the family, like.
1: Also, like, nobody's probably been in there in forever and, like, using it and stuff, so it's probably, like, out of date. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I don't think Eleanor's gone in there and, like, like, renovate, not renovated, but, like, redesigned stuff and put, like, new furnishings in and, like, changed out wallpaper and linens and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So, um.
0: well, and Henry does make a comment. He's like, you know, I'm surprised Eleanor hasn't taken this part of the house for herself because even though, like, the furnishings are what they are, they're not like overtly fancy, they're still really nice. Mm-hmm. But the views and the sun and everything that comes in because where it's placed in the house and how it's located is very nice.
1: Mm hmm. It would also have made sense for Eleanor to take over because she is, like, she's the lady of the house now. Yeah. Kind of like Emma was in in Emma. So it just kind of makes sense for her to kind of move into that place because she has in every other aspect for the most part. Because there are certain things that we find out later that, like, Eleanor should have been in charge of, but her father takes over instead. Mm -hmm. So, Because he's
0: a bit of a control freak.
1: (laughs) Well... I mean, I can see other reasons why he yeah. did what he did. Yeah. But we'll get to that eventually. Next week, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: But for now, we can assume, you know, he likes things a certain way. Mm-hmm. He's, like, controlling in the sense that he feels like he knows best, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, like, when he... He's, his is the best, most efficient way, so why would we do it any different Yeah, which makes me wonder what Mrs. Tilney was like. Well, and Henry actually does talk about that. He does Mm -hmm. bring that up. He says, my father loved her and was very attached to her. Was he difficult to live with? Yeah, you've met him. Like, (laughs) (laughs) he hasn't changed. But, like, he still loved her, you know. Mm -hmm. He wasn't like cruel to her he might have had like a harsh word with her here and there and you know maybe she felt like rebuffed from time to time but like that probably comes along with his temperament and his like military experience and like probably used to like being around in a more male well not probably he is more used to being in like male dominated areas where like traditional of the time male like values and skill sets were admired and so bringing that back home could have created some you know discontent yeah. but it doesn't mean that he didn't love her and that's henry's yeah. point uh henry
1: also goes on to kind of explain what happened with his mom and her death as well in that like because katherine was like oh did she really die is that the reason why eleanor wasn't able to come and see her is because she didn't actually die no she just She got sick and within like five days she was dead.
0: Yeah. He's like, I was here. So was my brother.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Eleanor was away and by time she would have gotten here, or actually by time she did get here, the mother had already passed away because it takes a long time. And this it's actually kind of interesting how much they talk about like post and travel in the end of this book. (laughs) So like by time... The mother got sick and they sent a letter to Eleanor. By the time it had gotten to her, it would have been a couple of days. And then by the time she would have arrived, it would have been a couple of days, especially given the fact that she would have had to have prepared to come. Mm -hmm. And the mom passed away in like five days. Yeah. So there was no way. And Eleanor made it, but not in time to see her mother.
0: Yeah. Which is sad. Before she died.
1: Yeah, it is very sad. But
0: it w- she wasn't, like, prevented or anything like that. No.
1: She was, if nothing else, she was just prevented by means of travel at the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is probably another reason why Eleanor hasn't taken over those rooms. is because, you know, there's underlying things there, which yeah. Austin doesn't explore in that at all. We don't really get that. But uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Henry and Catherine in this moment. Because... Henry is catching Catherine snooping through his mother's rooms, knowing full well that she's doing it because of this love of Gothic novels and this idea that she's going to find something spooky or something along the lines of what happened in Radcliffe. And in the annotated version, uh, there is a little bit of a note talking about how Henry was probably... Thinking this whole time, oh, part of this is my fault because I played into it on the ride here. Yeah, you know, like I, I was all kind of feeding into these fantasies, and while and, and you know, Catherine obviously was all about that as well. <laughs> you know, she was she was really into it. Um, so the reason why they 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 feel like he's really feeling and thinking that is just the way that he handles finding Catherine there. Like he's very nice to her. He's very quote unquote tender to toward her. He doesn't make fun of her. He doesn't look down on her in that moment or anything like that. Catherine, however, is embarrassed to say the least. And she definitely believes that Henry thinks less of her And is actually concerned that any, any chance of there being any romance there is completely dashed. Uh, She's afraid that like the next day he's going to act differently toward her. And it's going to be very obvious that he finds her foolish and naive. But everything is the same the next day. So she finds that quite welcoming and calming in that sense. You know, she's like, oh, I didn't mess it up. I didn't mess up my chance at love. Yeah so
0: well and she feels this way because yeah i mean i agree like i think henry's tenderness toward her especially the next day is he Mm -hmm. sees like how distraught she is over this Mm -hmm. but he is very serious like when he has this talk with her like you know consider these suspicions that you have and what they could have done what kind of like detriment they could have brought upon yourself, upon certain members of my family like you know this is this is serious it's not you know Mm -hmm. it's not okay and he he's like trying to like appeal to her common sense he's like would anybody in our family or from that matter, the law allow a man to, like, hide his wife away oh, yeah. and, like, because, all of that stuff.
1: Because, and we didn't say this out loud, uh, yeah, Catherine pretty much tells Henry that she thinks that his father <laughs> is keeping his, his still-alive mother in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Henry's just like, uh...
0: Or or worse, like any other cruelties like to her. And he's like, would we have allowed that? Would this nation that we live in allow that? We are English and Christian. And I was like, mm-hmm. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Compare <laughs> yourself to be an English and Christian does not. <laughs> and yeah, there's yeah, no connection yeah, between yeah. that and <laughs> No. No, no, no. <laughs> doing atrocities to people, obviously, because yeah, look yep. at the state of the world that we're in. Yep. Um so that argument is not sound, Henry Tilney. But I see what you're trying to get at. <laughs> uh, and and
1: and 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 that adds to the whole. Like, okay, like obviously, like she she's this naive girl, and um, like what I did on the way here was very much like playing into this and I really shouldn't have, but it was fun. And like, I kind of regret it, but he's not, the point is he's not holding it against her.
0: He's not holding it against her. He has to like put her in her place a bit and like bring them both back to reality. But yeah, he doesn't Mm -hmm. hold it against her. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So,
1: um, and to that point after like she, she speaks with Henry And she's realizing all of these things about like, well, yeah, this, you know, these kinds of things don't happen in England. They happen in other places, in like Italy and France and Germany, where there's, you know, things are creepier and everything like that, where these Gothic novels that I've read have taken place. Like, that's where it's more likely to happen. And
0: Catherine. No, Catherine. No, babe. The
1: point is is that these things don't happen anywhere. But you know what? As long as you're understanding that these things don't happen in England, I guess it's good enough for now.
0: It's like you can't believe everything you watch on TV. No, no, no. no. All of this is, like, to bring this to, like, a modern sense, is, like, this is what happens when you indulge in too much media, friends. Mm -hmm. It warps your brain. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And it has... mm -hmm seriously warped Catherine's especially when you're like I don't know I don't want I don't know what kind of word to use but like when you haven't had as much like life experience right you probably yeah yeah. she's so
1: naive yeah Yeah.
0: like and that's usually like when you're younger and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like for sure like I had bouts of naivete when I was in my youth and like definitely 17
1: (laughs) this is a 17 year old small town girl who's been away from home once and has spent most of her time reading books and talking about them with her foolish best
0: friend yeah
1: yeah and actually uh the annotated version talks about uh in this section when they're kind of talking and weighing this whole idea about like oh hey good people live here and are doing good things and bad people are in the gothic novels and they live in other places What Austen does in her books is very different from a lot of the other books of the time in that uh, she never paints her villains as complete villains, like they're only evil. And she never paints her heroes as always good. They always Mm -hmm. have flaws, Um, just like her villains always have a little like they have morality they have like something that makes them good
0: um possibly with the
1: exception of john thorpe, john thorpe. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a there's piece nothing of shit. good about
0: this guy. Like he it. is the worst he's the worst <laughs> but you know what you know why he's the worst is he's, he's like realistically villainous like mm-hmm. he's the guy he's a guy you would encounter today
1: yeah well so here's the thing like that's the thing with Austin's characters is that they are more realistic. So like Catherine is sitting here reading about these villains and these heroes in these Gothic novels. And traditionally we know that in like Radcliffe's work and other works at the time, like those, like the good people were good no matter what. And the bad people were bad no matter what. So Mm -hmm. that's what she's looking for. So she sees, it's interesting because she has, like she has this knowledge and she sees general Tilney. And so you would think that, if she's believing that all of this is true, then she would have to know that General Tilney is bad no matter what, but she knows that he's a good person. Yeah. So it's a little confusing in that sense, but she's starting to realize here that, oh, you know, like real life is different than the books. Yes. And she can see that because she can see that general Tilney is a good person. So that means he can't be the villain. Right. Because she only knows that villains are bad. So, yeah. And I think that, as the rest of the book goes through, she starts to realize that bad people can also be good people as well. So like the villains aren't always going to be bad. And that comes up later in this section. As yeah.
0: Well. I mean, are we ready to move on to that?
1: Um, Yeah, we can. Sorry, there's one more thing I want to talk about Henry Tilney later, but no, it's it's later on we can talk about it. Yeah, because it kind of it it meshes in with this next section.
0: Okay, so so yeah, so basically what happens next is she gets a letter from James, and James doesn't like outright say what happens, but he implies that his engagement with Isabella is off because of Captain Tilney because he Mm -hmm. has made an offer of marriage to her. That is what is being implied. Is it implied or is it just said? Well, but the the characters don't firsthand know that has what that is what has transpired. So, for example, like the Tilneys and Catherine have not yet heard from Frederick about a marriage right. proposal. They're hearing it from James secondhand.
1: Oh, it, he says, James says, I cannot understand even now what she would be at for there could be no need of my being played off to make her secure of tilney that's what i was thinking was um was the flat out just like oh yeah no she's engaged to tilney no he's suggesting that she broke off she broke off the engagement with me so she could get engaged to tilney Yeah. yeah sorry i i think my brain just automatically made it that she was already engaged so
0: but, but from at the that, same time that's what Catherine infers and then yes. when the when Henry Tilney and Eleanor find out they take it a little bit differently and this is kind of where Henry starts to bring in the point you were just making about how people who do bad things aren't always bad. Mhm. Mm-hmm. S- specifically with his brother. Mhm. So yeah so James is like
1: oh you know my engagement is broken off uh, Isabella's you know, I don't know why she played me like a fool, blah, 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 blah. To which I responded, yes, <laughs> he's no longer engaged to her. Yes. <laughs> um, He even brings up Thorpe, too, and how, like, he's in town. He dreads seeing him because uh, his honest heart would feel so much. Which, no,
0: it wouldn't. No. It would. It may be, like, fake it would. But, like, yeah, yeah. he doesn't want Thorpe to see him, A, hurting, or B, have to be the one to, like, hear about what's happened between him and his sister
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah
1: so um but so catherine shows this letter to henry and eleanor and it's just like hey yeah so please let me know when your brother's gonna show up so i can leave because that's gonna be really super awkward especially if he's sitting here and he's gonna talk about how he's now engaged to isabella and they're just like whoa, whoa, whoa what he wouldn't he wouldn't like propose to her that's not like him also like we like pardon me for asking but what is her financial status because (laughs) uh we're pretty sure dad said he can only marry rich (laughs) yeah
0: which makes sense because he's the oldest Mm -hmm. it makes sense like he's the oldest of the kids so he would have to have probably the best marriage
1: right but at the same time and this is where i got the whole idea the whole feeling that like the tilneys aren't as rich as they seem because the oldest son sh- if, if if he has enough money it shouldn't marry that he it shouldn't it shouldn't matter if he marries rich because he ha- he's inheriting the fortune it's henry that needs to make sure he marries rich because he's not getting all of the estate and everything like that So the fact that General Tilney wants to make sure that uh, Captain Tilney, Frederick, we find out is his name, uh, has to marry somebody with wealth makes me think that the Tilneys don't have as much money as they kind of seem to or as has been implied.
0: Unless it's a stipulation. And I'm not saying this is the case at all. Mm -hmm i'm not saying this is the case at all everyone but another way to think about that is like maybe there is some kind of um basically like frederick has to marry well to get the inheritance and oh. if he doesn't then he's I don't know how that would work. I don't, I
1: didn't, yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't see that in here, though, because later on uh, Henry's uh, inheritance and everything like that is spoken about, and it's, Mm -hmm. like, because Catherine finds out how much she'll get, Mm -hmm. and between how much she'll get, how much Henry is supposed to get, plus Henry's regular income from his job, they'll be secure. Yeah. So the fact that Henry is getting an inheritance, it's a it's a meager one it's not much uh just makes it seem as if frederick is going to get whatever like the main portion of it no matter what because eleanor is not
0: right
1: yeah so has to marry yeah she has to marry well which she she will will. she's the she's the lady of the house Mm -hmm. everything like that yeah so i don't know i just think i think that it's Yeah, I think that it's weird and I feel like we don't have enough information based on the like from the book itself to really kind of understand why Frederick has to bury well. But the point is, is that he does, according to this book, Austin didn't go into details. So because of that... Uh, Eleanor and Henry are like I don't think he's going to marry Isabella like that doesn't make any sense like yeah he'll flirt with her and everything but he does that like he's not going to marry her that seems silly.
0: Right and it is mentioned that like just to like step outside of like novel land this is a book that like takes into account the goings ons of middle class life so Mm -hmm. it's like the Tilneys aren't they have status, mm-hmm. but they might not have all the wealth, right? They're more so, like a middle to upper middle class family. Well,
1: they think, are right? the they are the head family in the area, though. And we find that out when they go to church because of where their pew is.
0: Yeah, but that because doesn't they're up at the front, necessarily so. equate to wealth, though, right?
1: Um, no, it does to a certain point. Uh, it just means that they're not like... They're they're not Darcy, or they're not Darcys. Yeah, no. Yeah, they're not that wealthy. They're like but they're Bennis? they're like it's more. Like, I feel like it's more like the Woodhouses, where they um, are they, they are the have predominant the family the
0: status, and they're the people of the area. But they don't it's, necessarily have all the wealth.
1: No, they have no. all of the wealth of the oh. area and stuff. But like, it's such a small area.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, like yeah. wealth in terms of like the whole landscape of England.
1: Okay, so they're That's the wealthiest I mean. people in the area.
0: But that don't they mean are much. the
1: highest status of the area. But they're not like
0: they're the, the biggest, wealthiest
1: people in the country. They're the biggest <laughs> fish in the
0: pond, basically. Yes. Small pond, big or big yeah. fish, small pond.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I think we're on the same page.
1: We're just like yeah. coming at it from different <laughs> angles. <laughs> Please refer back to all of the reasons why I, uh, I listed before as to why we don't know numbers. We're same a mess thing here today. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, so let me hit on, like, what you're now saying. Let's, like, step back from that and let's hit on really quick Frederick and why he wouldn't marry her and, like, Henry's, like, responses, which are pretty cold cut. He's like, Frederick's always worn his heart on his sleeve. No woman is good enough for him. He's, like, mm-hmm. a player. So, no, he wouldn't be, like, going after Isabella. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Well, and also... Like the whole idea of, oh, he's always worn his heart on his sleeve and stuff like that. They would have known about it before now. Yeah. Like like Henry and Eleanor would have heard about it before now
0: yeah. had that been
1: the case. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: um Also, going back to wealth, once Catherine is starting to hear like them talk about how their father would put a stop to it because Isabella is not wealthy. Catherine starts to think, well, I'm nothing compared to her. I'm even like mm-hmm. a bit lower than her. So mm-hmm. what does that say about my chances with Henry? Um, yeah. yeah which well, before does we get into that further. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Before we get into that further, though, I want to talk a little bit more about Henry because he does talk outright about his brother and uh, his analysis of his brother is pretty true. Uh, he also talks a lot about his father in that sense as well. And he seems to know them really well. And uh, the annotated version here, talks about how Austin is really good at writing characters who are the like really studious of other characters
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and most of the time that is like Lizzie Bennet and other heroines the female characters that we see however in this book it's Henry Tilney Mm -hmm. and in my brain that makes me think oh is that why we love him so much because he reminds us of Lizzie Bennet and austin herself (laughs) is that the reason why henry tilney is now the best austin hero is because it's (laughs) actually just lizzie bennett slash (laughs) austin yes so yeah and like you think about like all of the ways he he talks to uh like Catherine because like he knows that she's silly and doesn't like throw it in her face or anything like that because he is a good study of other people and stuff like that and he knows what she's like and like stuff like that and it's just it's so cute and adorable and i just want to hug him
0: so We go <laughs> even further and say he's better than lizzie bennett because i feel like lizzie bennett wouldn't be as understanding at first oh no she wouldn't all be the stuff she would overreact and everything whereas he like he has a very calm air about him and can understand things and can forgive pretty quickly.
1: Well, I think that that's a, that has to do with personality in certain sense because like Lizzie would find like Lizzie would would understand and like like know the Catherine very well and she would see all of these things that make Catherine how she, who she is. But that personality wouldn't mesh with Lizzie. Lizzie would just be like, "Why are you so silly? That is so stupid!" Like, no. Yeah. Whereas Henry. His personality is different. Yeah, he is a lot more calmer and quieter and is just more like, okay, no, like, let me help educate you. Uh, I'm not going to rub it in your face. Whereas Lizzie would be like, no, I'm going to educate you and then we're going to walk away. You know? she, Yeah. yeah. That's a personality difference, I think, personally. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Which is, of course, why Lizzie is better off with Darcy than she would be with, like, anybody else. Yeah. (laughs) So moving on to Catherine being worried about the fact that she is not of the same level as Isabella, and it makes her really worried. But things start to move in a certain way, uh, and she's invited to Woodston. Yes. Which is where Henry Tilney lives, for the most part.
0: It's general tilney's idea to go out to visit them to look around Mm -hmm. um because he wants catherine to see it because he's still under the impression that catherine's gonna marry henry yeah and so she needs to go check it out and like get her opinion of the place and all that stuff which really quick before we even get to woodston can we talk about how the dad's like just whatever you have will be fine and henry's like that's not true and has to leave like two (laughs) days earlier to go prepare for his dad coming
1: (laughs) well it's it's funny because the dad is like like when i read that i read it as the dad was like oh yeah no big deal i totally get it yeah just do whatever and then henry is like okay and then like some time passes and then henry is like okay no i have to go a day early blah 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 because in my brain it was like In front of everybody, the dad was all super chill, is just like, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever. And then later on was just like, No, Henry, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, because we have to impress Catherine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I I support that headcanon. Even though we don't know if that happened, I support that. No,
1: we have no idea. But yeah. So Henry actually leaves a day early to go prepare, and Catherine's just like, Why? Like, we can be super chill. Your dad said super chill. Like, you don't don't worry about it.
0: Do you have you met him? Again. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Have you met my dad?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: uh, but it, it's
1: just really funny how Catherine is just like, no, really, it's totally fine. And Henry's like, no, it's not. It's just not. Just trust did, me. He
0: ended up not locking his wife in the basement. He's super chill now. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a completely different person than I thought he was. Oh, wait. No, he really isn't. <laughs> He's still, he just hasn't locked anybody in the basement.
0: Yeah. Uh, because... <laughs> He's a bit of a control freak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And even though we're going to my house, he still needs to be in charge of what happens at my house. <laughs>
0: because doesn't he technically pay for it at this point still? I feel like there was a comment a while back that like, was implying that General Tilney owned it for the time being, but it would become Henry's or it's in the process of becoming Henry's it's just not his quite yet I can't remember where I read that but it was when they were talking about it when they first got into Northanger Abbey
1: I don't remember that at all I'm sorry (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. which could be another reason why because if he's if he's still a big player in the ownership of that place he still would want Mm -hmm. it to look good because you know Mm -hmm. it's still a reflection on him
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he has to impress Catherine because he thinks Catherine has all this money
0: yes Yeah.
1: I'm assuming <laughs> <laughs> I read the end of the book guys <laughs>
0: do you see how hard it's been for me this whole yeah. time <laughs> Okay, but <laughs> at the same time we
1: kind of get that we I get mean infer. like it's obvious yeah. I kind of got that before I read yeah. the end of the
0: book we, we could infer that he his um sense of Catherine's family's wealth is more inflated than what it actually is.
1: Uh so they go to the Woodston. Yes. And, and they spend all day chilling out, looking at how cool it is.
0: Catherine really likes it and General Tilney's like what do you think and she's like Feeling like she really likes it, but at the same time, she doesn't want to like insult him potentially and his place, so she doesn't react as strongly as he wants her to, and so she still disappoints him with what she says. Um, a little bit,
1: most importantly, Woodston has a new litter of puppies,
0: (laughs) yes, and that's all that matters, and some terriers, puppies, (laughs) and they have specifically it is quoted in here puppy play like i look, call the oed i feel like this is the first instance of <laughs> puppy play which <laughs> i would have thought would be like a more modern thing
1: katherine plays with puppies yeah. which i mean like if if i were katherine in this moment after spending day there and the puppies and general tilney would have been like how did you find woodston My response would have been, puppies!
0: Puppies! I love the puppies. Yeah. I love them so much. Puppies.
1: Which complete side note, guys, I picked up my puppy yesterday to, like, show her on camera to some of my friends and she headbutted me and my lip was, like, swollen for, like, three hours. Puppies. Puppies! Sorry, Katrina's not a puppy person. Anyway, moving on. So there were puppies at Woodston.
0: <laughs> if it would have been a litter of fresh kittens, I'd been all over this. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then they eat, and then the food is good, and General Tilney didn't even say shit about the things that went wrong, and to the surprise of his son and daughter. <laughs> and then they go home. Yeah. And then Catherine gets a letter from Isabella. Which completely contradicts everything she got from the letter from James. <laughs> because
1: of course it would. Of course Because it would. of course it would. Because she, like, all
0: she does is play games. She's tearing up his heart, you know? I was going to go into an in-scene. Yeah, somewhere. I
1: knew you were. That's why <laughs> I started talking. I was just going to be like, she's going to start singing. It's like, I just... She's all about like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry I didn't respond to you. Which, by the way, Bath is not that far from Northanger Abbey. So if Isabella had want- wanted to write, it would have gotten to Northanger Abbey in like a day. Like, yeah. there's Catherine no excuse for her to not wrote write. wrote her
0: twice. hmm Yeah. It's like, I've just been busy, even though I haven't been doing anything, but I've been busy. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere except when I went to the theater oh and except when I went to this (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. and I did this and I saw Captain Tilney and I did this and I did that oh by the way like everybody is gone now and I'm so bored
0: I hate Captain Tilney he's the worst he's so gross by the way he said I looked really good the other day but he's gross
1: You will know from this description I must mean Captain Tilney who, as you may remember, was amazingly disposed to follow and tease me. Shame. (laughs) Afterward, he got worse and he became quite my shadow.
0: Literally every other sentence is a contradiction of the sentence before. Mm -hmm. Which, finally, Catherine sees. She's like, the inconsistencies in her letter write <laughs> to my brother and set him straight? Hell no. She realized yeah. Captain Tilney went back to the regiment and she wasn't getting a proposal, so she's gonna go back to James. Catherine's mm-hmm. like No Not on my watch.
1: Oh, his regiment went away two days ago and I trust I shall never be plagued with him again. Yeah, that's why you want uh James back, huh? Because you realize that your uh your 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 money bag
0: left. Yep. Hmm.
1: And, and it was like explain everything to your brother make sure that he understands that i still love him so much Ugh. oh by the way i went to a concert the other day and <laughs> like, like that's literally how it goes i don't understand i wear nothing but purple now i know i look hideous in it but no matter it's your dear brother's favorite color really bitch oh i love him so look i wear this hideous color but i know it's his favorite so not only are you calling his favorite color hideous but you're also like i love him so much no you don't no you don't oh also she asks Catherine specifically to write to her brother because isabella knows that uh james will not take a letter from her yeah yeah so it's like oh he won't listen to me Will you do this for me, please? She's like, no. Yeah, Catherine's like, no.
0: Good for her. Don't do Yeah, that.
1: she's, fu- she's, th- we're really seeing some growth here. After Catherine got caught in uh, Mrs. Tilney's rooms, she's really had some growth here. She's realizing that, like. Oh, this naivete of hers and everything like that. It is very, like, silly and everything like that. Time to move on. Oh, good people aren't always good. Bad people aren't always bad. Oh, the people that I've, like, befriended and stuff like that aren't necessarily the people that I thought they were. And Isabella is definitely that person. She's starting to realize, oh, hey, this, this person isn't the best person. And it's like... Her finally picking the Tilneys over the Thorps is the real growth here. She's mm-hmm. realizing, okay, I can pick these good people over these other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: I had that written down better in my notes, but I don't remember where they went. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> At that point written down
0: before. That's okay. Um she shares this letter with Henry. And he's like yeah he's not surprised (laughs) (laughs) at all and he's like you know she's like well did you hear from frederick like what's going on he's like no i haven't heard anything about it but i mean you know this is probably the effect of his behavior and she's like yeah but what if isabella had really loved him like we know she doesn't have a heart she's heartless obviously look what she did to my brother but what if she had and he's like well then she'd be a completely different person and like this would have played out completely differently if she had been a different person, like, don't worry about it. And she's like, but do you think he ever cared for her? And he's like, no. He doesn't care about anybody. (laughs) And and if he did, I would have known. So he only did this just for funsies? And he's like, yeah, that's what he does. He does things like this for funsies. But isn't it better? At least your brother isn't with this crazy girl anymore. (laughs) He doesn't, doesn't say much. that, but, like, you can infer it from the text, I feel like, almost. He's almost like, I think, I think my brother Frederick did your brother James a solid right
1: here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. Let's be real. And if,
0: if nothing else, he also
1: did you a solid because yeah. now you see how crazy your friend is. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, all of this, so all of this discussion, like, first between James's letter and then with Isabella's about, like, the possibility of her marrying um, Captain Tilney is just so interesting. And there was a point that we had talked about a couple weeks back that I have been holding back until we got to this part <laughs> in the novel. And now we're finally here. I'm going to share it way back before Catherine is going to Northanger Abbey, she's having this talk with Isabella about John Thorpe's proposal to her and how she's like, no, 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 I don't want to marry him, all that stuff. And she's like, okay, no, no matter. She's like, there's more than one way for us to be sisters. And Catherine's interpreting that as her marrying James and they'll be sisters that way. And she's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. we will. But really she meant, I'm going to marry Captain Tilney. You're gonna marry Henry Tilney, and that's how we're gonna be sisters.
1: Oh yeah, that makes sense because that was right around the time she was flirting with Captain Tilney. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. why she says there's more than one way for us to be sisters.
1: And or this. bitch, had you just stuck with your initial proposal, we still would have been sisters.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I, I am certain she had. I'm yeah, she, had she already made that decision.
1: That. Yeah, no, because she had already made the decision to flirt with Captain Tilney. So she had already moved on past that. Yeah, no, yeah, that makes yeah. sense.
0: So. Yeah, I've been holding on to that nugget for a while. Here
1: we are. Now, I, so I I was listening to this chapter this morning. Like, I had woken up. I was still a little, like, I don't feel like getting out of bed yet. And I was listening to the book because I'm like, crap, I have to listen because I have to podcast. Today. I've been <laughs> real lazy today, guys. Uh, and the part where James's letter came on while I was laying there. And he's just like, pretty much like, our engagement is over. And I literally was like, yes. <laughs> hallelujah thank you and then i later got to the to isabella's letter i had gotten up at this point um, <laughs> um obviously because i listened to four extra chapters <laughs> um, and uh i got to that point and i was just like yeah bitch you got what you deserved <laughs> i have lots of strong feelings about the thorns <laughs>
0: they're awful and now that you've read to the end you know just the extent of how awful they are but so, that's for next week guys well I, I
1: will say this is a little preview what what John Thorpe does what we found out he does or did uh, in the last section totally makes sense yeah like it just it's if if you guys if you don't know what happens and you haven't gotten that far yet or you're waiting for us to tell you what happens like What do you think he did that would end up screwing over Catherine at this point in the book? Because I feel like, I feel like you know already. You just know.
0: It's just so on brand for him. It is. It really is. But what he does makes someone else react very poorly. And this is what I was talking about last week with that character. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you remember, but when we were talking about him and how there will come a point where he will make a grave mistake um not it's not on level of like locking your wife in the basement but it's still yeah. pretty bad
1: there is definitely a discussion I want to have next week about uh like that idea of the villain is always the villain and the the hero is always the hero versus Austin's characters which mm-hmm. are a mix of you know, heroes have flaws, villains have have redeeming qualities. Yeah, Yeah, and I feel like we definitely, I want to talk about two characters in particular uh, next time when we talk about stuff like that. So, yeah. Because one does something that seems really villainous, but is he a villain for it? Mm -hmm. And that's your preview for next time. (laughs) But uh, I think that's all I have for this one. Again, chapter 12 was literally Isabella's letter and Henry being like, "Uh, my brother did you a solid. Uh
0: (laughs) You're welcome.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) From the Tilneys to the Morelands, you are welcome. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, that's it for us this week uh next week is the end of Northanger Abbey it went by so fast it did it's such a tiny book but uh we we will of course like we normally do be talking about adaptations and stuff like that but we'll talk more about that next week so yes until then I hope you all had a happy Halloween
0: Mm
1: uh and we'll see you next time bye bye
0: Beyond Measure is hosted by me, Katrina Mayer, and me, Elle Kammerer. We're
1: part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts.
0: Our music was composed by Shane Ivers, and our artwork was created by the beautiful and talented Katie Keneally. You can
1: find us wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can find us on our website at witbeyondmeasure.com. Or follow us on Instagram for all of our updates, memes, and just fun stuff. Our handle is at WBM Podcast. I'm going to say that
0: again it's WBM Podcast.